From the New York Times, I'm Michael Mabaro, and this is The Shweekly. Today, pandemonium is in the streets as longtime tweeter, first-time buyer Elon Musk has purchased Twitter for $44 billion. What was once a peaceful medium for civil discourse is now feared to become a place where hate and anger will thrive. Today, I speak to my colleague Stephen Computerstein to chronicle the new developments since Elon Musk's acquisition. It's Thursday, March 10th. So, Dr. Computerstein, for the people who don't know, could you fill us in on what exactly is Twitter? Well, Michael, you can't really talk about Twitter without talking about the other social media networks. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Long ago, these four social media networks lived together in harmony. But then, everything changed when Elon Musk bought Twitter. Only Jack Dorsey, master of all four terms of service, could stop him. But when the world dated him most, he got bought out. It's been two days, and we've seen a major exodus of all accounts from the platform. People are scared. Hmm. So you say that Twitter and the other three social media networks lived in harmony. But could that really be said during the Donald Trump presidency of 2016? It's funny you should mention that, Michael, because we're going to touch on that later. But just jumping ahead a bit, since the January 6th, 2021 Capitol Hill uprising, the four social media networks, mainly Twitter, became a safe haven for free and open discourse where many conclusions were jumped to amicably. Hmm. Sounds interesting. I, I wouldn't know. <laughs> I don't own a TV. That's really cool, Michael. So what gave Twitter such cultural significance was the fact that complex and intricate ideas could be communicated in 140 characters or less. And everyone was just rocking and rolling with it. <laughs> and it was all thanks to the four terms of service established by Jack Dorsey. Interesting. What are these four terms of service that gave Twitter its cultural significance? So the four terms of service, and I'm uh, reading them off of Twitter's website, are as follows. Number one, you can't say the N-word. Come on, guys. Number two, it is strictly prohibited to wish, hope, or pray to the sweet lot above for serious harm, death, and or serious disease, including but not limited to COVID-19, HIV, AIDS, the Spanish influenza, the bubonic plague, also known as the Black Death, and the plague of Justinian on a person or group of people that don't agree with you. Number three, keep everyone's mob out of this. Come on, guys! Number four. Most importantly, just have fun. Wow. 
So that actually sounds like a set of rules that would allow people to create and share ideas and information and to express their opinions and beliefs in a civil manner. That's right, Michael. So where did it go wrong? A few minutes ago, we mentioned the January 6th, 2021 Capitol riot. But, uh, Michael, do you recall the events that incited that riot? I... I don't. Exactly. Many don't. For the events leading up to the riots have been lost to the annals of history. Joe Biden. Joe Biden. Kamala Harris. Pelosi. Nancy Pelosi. Long ago, before time itself, there lived the nine-tailed fox spirit, who with his sharp tongue and cunning sowed chaos and havoc throughout the world. Many have tried to stop him. All have fallen. But the will of humanity could not be broken, for love conquers all. For so we thought. After millennia of endless combat and war, Determined to find victory, on the 15th of Savan, 5706, the sly fox poured his cruelty, his malice, and his will to dominate into a mere human child from Queens. His name was Donald John Trump, more commonly known as Donarudo Trumpo. Gasp! After decades assimilating with mankind, convincing them he is in fact not an evil spirit from the tonic age, he built a name for himself and a somewhat competent business empire, lying in wait for his time to strike. And then he found it. In the year 5768, a young man named Barack Obama, a beacon of hope and change, inspired the world and rose to the throne of President of the United States of America. And that was when Don Arudo Trumpu knew it was his time to strike. Barack Obama. Don Arudo Trumpu knew that if he was going to fail the hope of the country, he would have to move quickly. Shortly after President Obama was elected, he did something that no man should ever dare to do. He questioned Obama's birthright to the throne of president. Right. That was when Donald Trump accused Barack Obama of being born in... Hawaii? No. Kenya, actually. Oh. I... That singular yet historical event allowed Donarudo Trumpu to begin building his Twitter army. Fueled by hatred and misogyny, he grew stronger. Although his Twitter activity was still covert, it reached a critical point when in the year 5774, he announced that he would be running for president. In an ultimate act of defiance against all that is good and civil, Donarudo Trumpu went on television calling Mexicans less smelly Armenians. Oh, Jesus. That's brutal. 
Aye. And after one of the most vile and monstrous campaigns in history, he secured the throne of president. To this day, we don't know how. As you may know, dark times befell upon Twitter under his rule. His campaign of terror was followed by a reign equally terrible. Fast forward to Cheshvan, 5781, when he was defeated by former Vice President Sir Joseph Robinet Biden II, certified lifeguard and slayer of Cornpop. This was a devastating and unexpected defeat, which pushed Don Rudo Trumpu to commit his most heinous act yet. In one fell swoop, the enraged nine-tailed fox spirit violated all four of Twitter's terms of service at the same time! Having only dared to violate at most three in the past, in that tweet that shall never be uttered, he was totally serious about it. What was in the tweet? He wished a plague of AIDS upon every mother in America while also calling them the N-word. Those 12 words awakened a rage that rested dormant within his supporters. They mobilized, and as they marched under the Capitol, they could be heard chanting the ancient tonic incantation, Stop the Steel. The United States Capitol fell into mayhem as Tarumpu's horde attacked. After hours of battle, all seemed lost, until the great Jack Dorsey descended from the skies, calling for all Capitol Police to seek shelter inside. With the wave of his mighty arms and his eyes turning completely white, he invoked the power of the four terms of service of all four social media networks. With the awesome power of 16 terms of service, Jack Dorsey defeated Don Rudo Trumpu, sealing his hand away, vanishing to the bowels of Twitter jail, deplatforming him forever. That's great. So what does this have to do with Elon Musk buying Twitter? I'm getting there. With the acquisition of Twitter, Elon Musk not only owns Twitter itself, but also Dorsey's four terms of service. That is too much power to wield for one bare mortal, fallible to human corruption. What's even more significant is that Elon Musk himself has announced that he would undo the seal of Twitter jail, ignorant of the ancient evil that lies within, the nine-tailed fox spirit. And that is when the mass exodus began. Hmm. That sounds scary. It is. People are scared. People are really scared. And they should be. If Donorado Trumpo is released from Twitter jail, that could lead to hundreds of thousands of people getting offended. We all know the seductive power of the nine-tailed fox is too great for any one man to unfollow. When Donorado Trumpo strikes, he will show no mercy for his homophobia, racism, and misogyny do not discriminate. 
And worst of all, he will crush the three most significant and fundamental moral pillars in our society. Actors, directors, and writers in Hollywood. Without them, all beauty, hope, and love will be lost. Oh, God. How do we protect them? I don't know. <laughs> I don't... I don't know. <laughs> Nobody knows. The bright side to all of this is that the celebrities have fled Twitter to the undying lands of Cameo. There, they will be safe behind the great paywall of Valar. Thankfully, they have not left before tweeting their opinion one last time, without us even having to ask. Oh, thank God. I. <laughs> so, Computer Steed. With the celebrities joining the Exodus, what can we do to prevent Donoruto Torompu from destroying the moral fabric of our society at large? Pray. <laughs> Thank you, Computer Steve. Thank you, Michael. We'll be right back. You got some bad news stains in town? Trample those stains with Floor Horse. It's a horse for your floor. It's Floor Horse. Saddle up, it cleans it all. Hardwood, carpet, softwood. Plastic floors, cloths. Run those stains out of town with Floor Horse. <laughs> you got a dog there, Cowpoke? You got a kid there, Cowpoke? You got a cowpoke there, cowpoke? Looks like you got one dirty saloon. Giddy up, little horse. It gallops from the entryway to the back door. Bullseye. Ha, 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 ha. What a beautiful surface. Floor horse. Can't stand those stains. You can find it anywhere there's a hitching post in town. Floor horse. Ha, 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 ha. I need my floor to be beautiful. Yeah, floor horse. Yeah. Oh, oh, so clean. Nice. Apply today to become one of the floor horsemen of the apocalypse. Special introductory price only $14.99. Terms and conditions may apply. Maybe one horse per cowboy. Whoa, floor horse. Whoa. Whoa, floor horse. Whoa. Whoa. Floor horse. Whoa, floor horse. Whoa, floor horse. Whoa, floor horse. Yeah. Here's what else you need to know today. Russian billionaire with ties to the Kremlin, Mikhail would never end my own life a bitch, was found dead in his Moscow apartment Sunday morning with a gunshot wound to the back of his head. Russian officials have ruled Mr. Would Never End My Own Life a Vich's death a suicide. Since the start of the war in Ukraine, this will be the 14th businessman with ties to the Kremlin to have shot himself in the back of the head. 
The Shweekly was created, written, and produced by Christian Espinal and Poopy Rubin. Today's episode was voiced by Christian Espinal and Brandon Puff. The Floor Horse ad was written and produced by Dustin Hansen. Our theme music is by Rusty Mack. That's it for the Shweekly. I'm Michael Maboro. See you next week.